Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Let's give glory to the Lord our God for His grace atin, uh, calling us together from different parts of the world para lumapit sa kanyang presensya at makinig sa kanyang salita. Let's uh, prepare ourselves, uh, you know, our whole being upon the presence of the Lord. Uh, magkaroon tayo ng katahimikan sa ating buong katauhan. I-tabi muna natin o alisin muna natin ang anumang maaaring maka-distract sa atin. Okay lang kung meron tayong coffee or if we're eating breakfast. But let's make sure that uh, our whole attention is upon the Lord. no? For He desires to speak to us uh, with His uh, still small voice no, in our hearts. So magkaroon tayo ng receptive na attitude. Our topic is entitled, Overcoming Our Fear of Persecution. Anyone who truly wants to follow the Lord will be persecuted. Lahat po ng seryoso sa kanilang pagsunod sa ating Panginoong Jesus ay daranas, no? Pangsigurado yan, no? Ng uh, persecution. At uh, ang persecution comes in many forms. Maraming klase yan. It may come as a subtle form of rejection from those who do not understand our faith, even from our family members no, or close friends sometimes. So, maaring ito ay parang simpleng rejection lamang. Maybe a few jokes no, here and there. O kaya maaring ayaw nila makipagkaibigan sa atin. Or maybe hindi nila tayo sinasali sa mga uh, activities nila no? because they feel na magiging killjoy lang tayo or KJ. Now in some cases, uh, it may come in the form of uh, violent uh, attacks. Thankfully, hindi naman ito common lalo na sa mga countries that are considered to be free. But it does happen, you know. Minsan may mga violent attacks against us because we are followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, whether yan ay subtle lang or talagang outright uh, attack sa atin, maybe even physically, siyempre, it's not an easy thing, no? Uh, first of all, we don't want to be rejected. But uh, secondly, siyempre, yung feeling na tayo ay parang uh inaape or you know tinatrato ng hindi just can be quite difficult diba so knowing this we may become afraid and we might lose heart some people na because of persecution among friends minsan hindi na lang nila masyadong ineemphasize yung kanilang faith para they would not feel rejected 
So anyway, we must learn how to overcome our fear of persecution. Kung ano mang klase yan, whether yan ay parang simpleng rejection lang or talagang outright na attack sa atin because of our faith. Again, remember, this is really part of the deal, no? If you're following the Lord, people in the world who do not believe in the Lord Jesus would, of course, look at you uh, in a negative way. And they would be threatened or they might feel guilty because you choose to follow God. So, today, we, wa- we are going to look at a passage in Luke 12, verses 1 to 12. Tayo po ay chapter 12 na, and praise God that we are able to reach this point, and let's continue to trust God that He will sustain us para we can really complete yung book of Luke, no? By God's grace. So we are now in Luke 12, and again, this is still part of this long journey that starts in chapter 9, verse 21, going to Jerusalem. So Jesus is on a journey. Uh, and you might think, na, wow, that's a long journey. Well, there is a literary and theological reason why uh, Luke is telling us uh, this thing in this way, you know? And that is, of course, para my emphasize niya yung kanyang goal talaga, which is to teach Theophilus about what it means to follow Jesus. Kaya nga, if somebody wants to follow the Lord Jesus, one of the best ways is really to meditate and contemplate on the Gospel of Luke. In fact, that's what we're using right now in our uh, new discipleship process that is based on the four means of grace. So we use the Gospel of Luke and not any other material. So let's look at uh, Luke 12. No, Basahin natin to verses 1 to 12. Uh, and then we'll pray. Sabi sa verse 1, Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered, so that they were trampling on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, saying, Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight. And what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after the killing of the body, has power to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man will also acknowledge him before the angels of God. But he who disowns me before men will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, 
But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Ito po ang salita ng Panginoon o mensahe niya sa atin sa umagang ito na siyang ating uh, pagmumuni-munian you know, by the grace of God. So, samaan ninyo ako as we pray. Let us ask the Lord for His help. Father, we draw near to you uh, this morning. And um, I just want to thank you for each and everyone who are right now present dito sa Morning Devo. Lord, by your grace, uh, tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, as we uh, meditate on your word, as we uh, contemplate. Uh, we ask you, O God, that you would guide us and help us to see the truth in your word. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, so that by God's grace, itong morning devo would not just be simply an exercise or a spiritual discipline, but really an encounter with you, Lord, through your word. So, tulungan niyo po kami, Father, uh, wherever we might be right now, speak to us through your Holy Spirit in our spirits. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, praise God. And uh, this is our topic this morning. Overcoming our fear of persecution. So, how can we overcome our fear of persecution? Wala namang may gusto ng persecution. But you see, the main problem is that when persecution happens, madalas na intimidate tayo or natatakot tayo to the point that we lose courage. We don't want to stand up for our faith in the Lord Jesus. In fact, even before it happens, maraming mga tao would not even speak about their faith in the Lord in a public way. Maraming tao, maraming mananampalataya, sometimes they shrink back with just the thought that maybe they might be known as followers of the Lord. So they try to keep a low profile. In many cases, minsan, yung gawain ng Panginoon, ay hindi nangyayari sa iba't ibang lugar because believers are afraid. They don't want to be ikanga-identified. Uh, iniisip nila baka sabihin ng mga tao sila ay masyadong mga uh, religious fanatics, mga you know, self-righteous uh, people. And so, minsan, yung fear natin of being persecuted becomes the tool of the enemy to stop us from obeying the Lord Jesus who said that we must make disciples of all nations. So we need to overcome yung fear natin ito. And there are four ways, basically, that I see from this passage that I think we can apply sa situation natin depending on where we are. The first one is, of course, you know, may kinalaman sa hypocrisy. Renounce hypocrisy before God and people. Uh, hypocrisy, most of the time, of course, 
is motivated by our fears. No? So renounce it. Don't be a hypocrite. Stand up for what you believe in. Now, let's look at verses 1 to 3 para makita natin ito. Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered, now this is interesting, you know, um, not just because madami, but just consider the feeling na sobrang dami ng mga tao and you are part of the group of uh, Jesus, sempre. Uh, you know, outwardly, that is a sign of success. Kumbaga, if you are one of the disciples, you might feel a bit special sa sarili mo dahil, wow, grabe, thousands have gathered, no? Sabi pa ngayon, so that they were trampling on one another. So, it's chaotic, pero at the same time, it's energizing, di ba? Uh, sino ba naman ang ayaw niyan, right? And I know that in many cases, we are so happy to see crowds of people coming to any kind of ministry event. Uh, feeling natin that is really the epitome of success. Which is of course not true. Pero still, ganun kasi ang mindset ng mga tao sa mundo. Uh, the bigger, the better, you know. The larger, the more it shows God's blessing. Now, ito rin yung pinaka-tempting na situa situation because we can easily become, you know, um, focused sa mga crowds at sa mga tao and we want to please them, di ba? So sabi sa scriptures, sa verse 1 ng chapter 12, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples. Now, importante yun because uh, that means he's not just addressing the twelve. He's addressing everyone else who are following him, no? Who consider him themselves to be disciples. And that means well, all of us, diba? Saying, sabi niya, be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Now, previous to this, we learned, you know, yung mga woes so yung babala ni Jesus, ang mga spiritual leaders. Because there's always a danger that spiritual leaders would lose their focus. And in this particular case, sasabi natin a good timing din because yung mga disciples can easily focus more on the outward appearances just like most spiritual leaders. Gusto nila in maraming tao. You know, one time I was talking to a young leader and he was depressed because konti lang yung dumalo dun sa spiritual event or sa kanilang ministry event. And he feels na parang, wow, you know, the Lord has uh, let him down. And I had to tell him, you know, na ang sukatan ng ministry is not the number of people attending. You know, what we need to look at would be the fruit that endures the disciples that we actually make over time. And it's harder, of course, than just simply generating a crowd. Dahil madali lang naman mag-generate ng crowd, you know? Just create uh, an event na exciting, no? Na may banda. Maybe mayroong isang kilalang speaker. Uh, you know? Or create the ambience of uh, excitement, you know? With lights and sounds, etc. Uh, you know? Just like what some young people would love to... Uh, no, be a part of yung mga tinatawag misa na worship concert which is uh, in most cases hindi naman lahat pero 
A lot of times, it's more focused lang on the self, you know, yung nararandaman natin. The feeling of, quote-unquote, worship. Which is really not focused on God, but more on ourselves. Anyway, my point is this. Uh, Jesus warns his disciples about the possibility of becoming just like the Pharisees and, uh, and the other religious leaders. Again, you know, sabi niya sa verse 2, There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. Once more, sabi niya, what you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear or in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. What he's saying, in effect, is that, sinasabi niya sa mga disciples niya, na live a life of integrity and not hypocrisy. Uh, because, you know, uh, yung mga patagong mga bagay, often si, malalaman mo na si Satan is influencing uh, our way of thinking, no? When there is a temptation to hide things, to do things in secret, ganun usually kadalasan ng paraan ni Satan so that uh, we would not be held accountable. Pero sabi ni Jesus, uh, you know, it would be disclosed kahit na ikaw ay nagtatago. So, therefore, you know, what Jesus is saying, in order for us not to live in fear, is to renounce hypocrisy before God and people. Magkaroon tayo ng integrity in our lives so that if ever somebody would examine our lives, we would be blameless, although not necessarily perfect. Pero there's nothing to hide. Uh, you know, we're not doing things ng uh, patago. We're not trying to pretend. Uh, in my ministry, I, I try to do my best na, by God's grace na walang mga bagay na parang sikreto or patago na natatakot akong madiscover. You know, I lay my life openly for anyone to examine. And lalo na sa mga bagay na uh, delikado, like mga tukos sa pera or anything, I make sure na there are people who know everything, you know? Na walang mga uh, hidden agenda. And uh, we have a team in our church that was very faithful in watching over the finances of our church. We call them the church uh, stewardship team. And they have done a great work. Although, you know, it's not true na man na parang wala akong pakialam sa mga bagay na financial. I do care and I do know things. But, you know, there are people who are responsible for it. And uh, I do not try to uh, overstep my boundaries. And this is true also in other areas of my life. Now, we should live our lives with, you know, with integrity. Uh, again, hindi naman tayo perfect. For sure, there will be something sa buhay natin that people might uh, accuse us. Na mali. And it's part of the growing up and maturing in Christ. Dahil minsan inadvertently o hindi natin sinasadya, nagkakamali tayo. But uh, that is different from trying, to, from trying to lie or cheat or hide or anything. So the first step really talaga is to renounce hypocrisy so that you would not be afraid. There will be no parang hidden bombshells na biglang sasabog sa buhay mo. Okay? And I've seen that happen in some people who try to keep secret yung mga 
ginagawa nilang. And of course, eventually, that would be revealed, di ba? Uh, for all of you na nakikinig, and especially for those who are in ministry, let us run the race with integrity and nawa maging goal natin to finish well. Uh, let's hold each other accountable uh, so that, uh, you know, by God's grace, we would not uh, be disqualified in the race. Now, secondly, you know, the second way to make sure that we don't suffer from fear is to recognize God's greater authority. You know, uh, of course, we know that, diba? God is greater. Pero minsan, nakakalimutan natin ito because uh, obviously, yung nakikita natin sa harapan natin can sometimes be intimidating, no? Pero sabi ni Jesus sa kanyang mga disciples, that they should recognize God's greater authority over everything else. No? At uh, ganito yung sabi niya sa verses 4 and 5. I tell you, my friends, sabi niya ganon, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. Now, of course, he's referring to the extreme case of persecution, which might result in death. So sabi niya sa verse 5, but I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after the killing of the body, has power to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Now, obviously, he's referring to God. There's only one person that we should really fear, and that is God himself. Now, you know, some people, you know, they don't want to talk like that. They don't want to say, you know, let's fear God. Because they would say, you know, well, God is parang, you know, Sempre he's our heavenly father, and uh, and so forth. Kaya lang minsan, you know, kung di tayo mag-iingat din naman in the way we see God, we might think of him as parang body-body lang, no? Parang no, dabar kads lang. There are some pictures of Jesus, uh, minsan na makikita natin publicly, uh, portraying him in such a parang in such a way na parang dabargat lang siya ng mga tao. And I think what uh, probably the the artist is trying to say na approachable si Jesus, which is true naman. But we must be careful not to uh, overstep that and parang go beyond what is intended with that. Because even though God is approachable and He reaches out to us in love, of course, He is still God and we are not. And we should always recognize that God is greater than all other authority that there might be here on earth or even, you know, below the earth or whatever. No? That's why we always say, greater is he who is in us than the one who is in the world. So, in order to overcome our fears, we must understand that God is greater than all. Now, there is no other name, you know, except the name of Jesus that we submit to. And he is the one who is the greatest authority ever. Now, this can be very practical, you know, in terms of yung pagtayo ay nasa iba't ibang mga lugar, no? Like in the workplace, kung saan siyempre mayroong mga people in authority. And they can intimidate us and cause us to be afraid. But remember, God is higher than those people. You know, minsan natatakot tayo to start a ministry in a you know certain place or subdivision or neighborhood 
or office. Kasi natatakot tayo sa mga tao who, you know, apparently have authority to stop us. And of course, you know, we won't try to do something illegal or we won't try to do something without their permission. Pero still, we must not parang cower in fear uh, just because may mga tao who might seem to be uh, in power. Remember, God is greater than anyone. And so kung sakali mang tayo ay kunyari maka-encounter ng um, hindrance when we're trying to do the will of God, let's pray for that. Let's pray that God would intervene because no person can actually be greater than God Himself who is Lord over all. Kaya nga itong recently, yung, uh, when we were you know, going through the Project Open Door, you know, we realize that we have to submit everything to God and let God direct us and lead us. Knowing fully well na hindi naman ang church uh, ng RLCC is not a, like a powerful church or a very rich church. We're just a small church. Uh, and by the grace of God, we have limited resources. And so there are people, of course, who are more powerful than us in, in, the, in, the, you know, uh, in the worldly sense. Pero we just submit ourselves to God and say, God, lead us and help us. And sure enough, the Lord is doing that right now. And I just want to thank God na right now, na ginapas na yung mga damo dun sa lugar namin, na aming bibilhin. And hopefully, things would uh, move forward and uh, mag-grant na yung loan namin. And, and even yung pag-grant ng loan, di ba? Parang, Lord, you are in authority. Sometimes yung mga tao, when they're trying to um, transact with the government, no? feeling nila parang helpless sila, so kinakailangan mag-bribe, kinakailangan maglagay, because they're afraid of people. But we should trust God. No, He is the one in authority. So kahit anong government agency pa yan. No? And then, uh, you know, number three is remember your true security before God. Uh, don't forget, no? That you are God's child and God's, uh, uh, you know, uh, son or daughter. Tingnan natin yung verses 6 and 7 para maunawaan natin to. Sabi ni Jesus, Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Well, of course, he's referring sa kultura noon or situation noon. So, basically, sinasabi niya na binibenta daw yung mga sparrows, ito yung parang mga maya-maya siguro sa panahon natin ngayon sa Pilipinas, no? Mga simpleng ibon, no? Pero sabi ni Jesus, yet not one of them is forgotten by God. And he goes on, indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. And I think that's important to remember kung sino tayo. We are God's people. We are God's family members. Hindi po tayo parang estranghero or sabihin natin mga orphans. We are part of the family of God and God cares for us. I remember in the book of Acts when Saul, you know, who later became the Apostle Paul, was persecuting the church. You know, Jesus confronted him and asked him the question, Why are you persecuting me? Now, siguro si, si Saul you know, did not fully realize that he was hurting the body of Christ. And so therefore, Jesus himself had to come and intervene and 
and confront him, no? Dapat natin maintindihan na ang tunay nating seguridad ay wala sa anumang bagay dito sa mundong ito. Of course, we do our best to secure ourselves. I mean, ako, for example, I make sure na sarado yung mga pintuan before I sleep so that my family is safe. You know, I take those kinds of precautions. Even pagdating sa future ng pamilya, siyempre, it's good to have insurance. And there's so many other things that we can do para, relatively speaking, we can have some security. But ultimately, our security is the Lord. Ang Panginoon ang siyang nagwa-watch over us. Therefore, there's nothing to fear. God knows our life here on earth. Even our times here on earth are in His hands. Purihin ang Panginoon na even today, habang tayo ay nagdidivo, we are still alive by the grace of God. And for tomorrow, we do not know, but we trust the Lord. Each and every day, pagkagising natin, we say, God, here I am. Thank you for the life that you have given me. I offer it back to you. May you use me for your glory. So let us not be afraid. Let us find our true security before God. And finally, remain calm when confronted publicly. Remain calm when confronted publicly. And so let's read the last few verses, verses 8 to 12. I tell you, whoever acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man will also acknowledge him before the angels of God. But he who disowns before, before men will be uh, disowned before the angels of God. So very important na maunawaan natin na we are called to publicly declare and to acknowledge that we belong to Jesus. We should not be afraid no, to admit that. Now, sabi niya sa verse 10, And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, why did he say that? Kasi he knows now when the disciples would go and proclaim the good news, not everyone would believe. In fact, some would ridicule the message and even the messengers. Pero inassure ni Lord Jesus ang kanyang mga disciples, na if people say bad things about Jesus, uh, they can be forgiven. Pero when they resist the Holy Spirit who is convicting them in their hearts, then there is no other forgiveness. Because the only way to be forgiven is to respond to the move of the Holy Spirit in the, in the person's heart or spirit. In other words, you know, forgiveness cannot come in any other way except when we respond by faith to the prompting of the Holy Spirit who is convicting us of sin, righteousness, and judgment. So, yun sinasabi ni Jesus sa kanyang mga disciples, don't worry, don't be afraid. People can say whatever they like. Pero if they reject the Holy Spirit, then, you know, they will not be forgiven. No? And then sabi niya sa verse 11, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. And then finally, sabi niya, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. This gives a very clear instruction sa atin to trust the Holy Spirit. 
as we, you know, continue to uh, declare or proclaim uh, the message of the gospel you know, to everyone, no? So, remain calm when confronted publicly. That's the fourth thing. I'm sorry, a while ago it was numbered three. It should be numbered four. So I changed it already uh, to reflect the correct numbering. So again, here are the four ways. No, Una, renounce hypocrisy before God and people. Recognize God's uh, greater authority. Thirdly, remember your true security before God. And then finally, remain calm when confronted publicly. Because the Holy Spirit will be the one to give you the words to say. So, madaling salita, in summary form, we can say, when we fear only God, we have nothing else to fear. When we fear only God, we have nothing else to fear. Sa Tagalog po, kapag ang kinakatakutan natin ay Diyos lamang, wala na tayong dapat katakutan pa. So, ang Panginoon lang natin ang dapat natin katakutan. You know? Uh, we must fear God alone. Everyone else, we have nothing to fear because God is greater than all. So I hope and pray that this would inspire us not to be intimidated, you know, by the prospects or the possibility of persecution. Everyone who truly wants to stand for the Lord Jesus and His kingdom would experience some kind of persecution. So don't worry about it. Instead, maging faithful po tayo. If the Lord is calling us to start a Bible study sa neighborhood natin, sa subdivision, sa office, huwag tayo ma-paralyze with fear, you know, na ano kaya sabihin ng mga tao, kaya paano kung hindi mag-respond yung mga tao, o kaya paano kung di ako bigyan ng permiso, and so forth and so on. All those fears are focused on people. Fear God alone who has instructed you to do something like that. If it is really the Lord's will, then we should do so. If the Lord tells you, approach that person and share with him what God has done in your life, don't be afraid. Stop thinking, now, what if he doesn't listen? Or what if she rejects me? All those fears are ungrounded, you know? I mean, they don't really matter, you know? Trust your trust yourself in the Lord. You know? Pag na-discern mo sa heart mo na may pinagagawa siya, gawin mo siya without fear. Because knowing na God is with you, and whether success or failure pa yan, it is the Lord alone uh, who, who you want to glorify. So, this morning, as we prepare for today, alisin natin lahat ang mga fears natin. Let us be bold let us be courageous. Kung may mga pagkakataon tayo to testify about our faith, let's do so. Kung meron tayong opportunity to start a share group, let's do so. Whatever it is that God is telling us to do, uh, you know, let's do it by faith, trusting God, and not being afraid of whatever it is out there in the world. The Lord is with us. So tayong lahat po ay manalangin. Dear Lord, may we live our lives in courage and faith, 
knowing fully well na, yes, there will be persecutions of whatever kind. Pero Lord, you are with us. And because you are with us, there is nothing to be afraid of. I pray for everyone na nakikinig ngayon sa Morning Devo, that you may fill our hearts, Lord, with the grace of courage and hope, so that we can really bear fruit, Panginoon. Lord, sa mga situations where you want us to share our faith, give us boldness and courage para we will not be afraid. Pagdating sa mga opportunities to start ministry, to do things for the kingdom of God, don't allow us to cower in fear, but instead, by the grace of God, fill us with boldness and courage, Panginoon. This we pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.